Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, and it is your daily crypto news. And I am your host, Matt, and you can reach me at matt at dailycryptonews.net. Let's get into it. El Salvador's long-planned Bitcoin bonds have inched closer to reality after apparently receiving regulatory approval for an early 2024 issuance. The bonds are set to be offered on Bitfinex Securities, and they're a regulated division of the crypto exchange Bitfinex. Surprise, surprise. The Bitcoin office of El Salvador tweeted this. Breaking news. The Volcano Bond has just received regulatory approval from the Digital Assets Commission. We anticipate the bond will be issued in the first quarter of 2024. This is just the beginning for new capital markets on Bitcoin in El Salvador. The so-called Volcano Bonds, if you remember, were announced in 2021 by President Nayib Bukele shortly after he passed a law recognizing Bitcoin as legal tender for the country. At the time, 62 legislators voted for that law and 16 against. This is the case that's making my blood boil today. It's really, really... Anyway, you'll see what I'm saying. Basically, the IRS is playing a zero-sum game with the FTX debtors. And they have a claim that the FTX debtors owe around $43 billion. Well, you know, the IRS is being nice. They brought that number down to around $24 billion, which is absurd. The lawyers of the case said that FTX debtors never earned anything anywhere near the amounts that could support an IRS claim for $24 billion. And so basically, they're having this conversation about how much the IRS should get before anybody even is made whole after FTX. The lawyer said about this that these cases should not be delayed by an IRS process that is akin to determining whether a shipwreck is at 1,000 feet below sea level or 3,000 feet below sea level. It's all the same. This ship is underwater, which is 100% correct. If the IRS claims can be resolved, then the bankruptcy proceedings are able to move forward. If not, then they're just going to be delayed, basically holding up how long people will be made whole. It's been years already. And John J. Ray III, the CEO of FTX now, has been trying to find and locate all this money. But now it's just 
sitting there waiting for this to go through. And the question is, everybody's asking, why are you doing this? Why don't you just wait till everybody gets their money back and then they can go through the simple procedures about how to claim their capital gains? If they're at a loss, then they'd claim losses. If they're not made whole or break even, then that's what it is. If they do make a profit, then they owe you some taxes. But why are you coming in before anybody even gets their money to tell us, to tell anybody how much you should be owed? Again, this should make you mad. It should make you mad that there is this one talk on one side that says, we have to stop crypto. We have to stop these exchanges. We have to save people. We have to make sure that they don't lose their money. And when they do lose their money, in this case, a huge, colossal fraud by Sam Bankman fried and everybody's doing what they can to do everything they can to claw back as much money as possible to repay the people, the IRS and the government comes in first and says, hey, no, we're going to get our cut. I think that's just absurd. Do you protect the people or do you don't? Do you want the people to be made whole or you don't? And why is the government trying to be the first person in line to get any of this money? And even if they aren't the first person in line, why are they holding up the process? It just delays people being made whole. And then there are plenty of procedures and systems out there to claim how much you owe in taxes. So what do you think? Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. This pissed me off. The AFL-CIO, a labor union, has announced a deal with Microsoft and it opened the door for employees to unionize and started a dialogue about how AI will be used and implemented at the company. Microsoft President Brad Smith said, By working directly with labor leaders, we can help ensure that AI serves the country's workers. This groundbreaking partnership honors the rights of workers, learns from the advice of labor leaders as we develop technology, and it helps us provide people with the skills that will become essential in a new AI era. According to the AFL-CIO, the goals of the agreement include information sharing among labor leaders and workers on AI technology trends, incorporating workers' perspectives and expertise in the development of AI technology, and helping shape public policy that supports the technology skills and needs of the frontline workers. What are your thoughts about this? Let me know. Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Moving from Microsoft to Google... Google, which is pretty much dominant in the world of online advertising, they've announced that they will update its current prohibitions regarding crypto ads and will allow for the promotion of cryptocurrency coin trusts, in quotes. This will allow advertisers verified by Google to promote financial products that allow investors to trade shares in trusts holding large pools of digital currency. That sounds like an ETF to me. Hmm. This update is set to go into effect on January 29th of 2024. As we know, the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States is most likely to be approved by the SEC between January 8th and January 10th. 
and analysts anticipate that the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF could infuse the crypto market with around $1 trillion worth of capital. And of course, this is one of those times where you're going to buy the rumor and buy the news. People are pumping the crypto price, the Bitcoin price, because of the rumor that this spot ETF will happen. And if it does happen, again, like I've been saying, buy the news. I've been waiting to buy the news. I haven't been buying the rumor because I rather get the news. In the meantime, waiting for the news, I'm losing out on a lot of gains and having a lot of FOMO. But I just want everybody to continue to remember that this is just rumor. And even though we might be 99% sure that a spot Bitcoin ETF is coming and all these people are buying and aping into Bitcoin and, and these institutions and these companies are planning for a Bitcoin spot ETF offering, there literally is going to be max pain if we do not get a spot Bitcoin ETF. At Must Stop Murad tweeted this, Max pain is, number one, ETF rejection or worse, ETF approval with underwhelming flows. Number two, deflationary recession breaking the famed four-year halving cycle. And three, the Feds slapping heavy regulations. This is not his base case, but he says, be prepared for all scenarios. And I just want to double emphasize this. While we all are saying that up only, if a Bitcoin ETF is rejected on January 8th, January 9th, or January 10th, we are going down bigly. And then we have no clue if the four-year cycle is going to repeat itself like it usually does. Could we have some kind of deflationary recession at the same time, breaking that cycle, and then we're holding bags for eight years, 10 years? Does all of these one, two, three bad scenarios all coincide with Fed regulations that just does not benefit us hodling Bitcoin? We just don't know. Remember, Senator Elizabeth Warren has proposed over 300 pieces of legislation to try to regulate crypto. All of them did not get into the books. <laughs> so that's a plus. But doesn't mean she's not trying. Anyway, I just want to put that in perspective for everybody because we just have this rumor mill just going on, this hype cycle just going on, this FOMO that everybody has just going on, and Decrypt just labeled Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, as the person of the year for them. And there's no reason for it yet. There's no reason for him to be person of the year for Decrypt, for crypto, for Bitcoin. He hasn't did the thing. Wait until he does the thing. Wait until up only. And then let's decide if he's person of the year. Anyway, just want to put that out there because in the world of hopium, of up only, of FOMO, if somebody isn't telling you, hey, there could be this possible other situation, then we are being irresponsible. Nothing's for sure in the future. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And the time is 10.08 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed is at 74. We're greedy, but we went down. No more extreme greed. Bitcoin is sitting at $41,525, down 0.8% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,208, down 0.5% in 24. Tellers number three, Binance is at 255, up 5.3%, surprising. And XRP is at 61.9 cents, up 0.5%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Solana up 2.6% at 69.23 or 14.5% in seven. USDC is number seven. Cardano is number eight, up 9.1% in 24 or almost 50% in seven. Wow. Avalanche is number nine, up 11% in 24 
or 76% in seven, and Dogecoin is number 10 at 9.5 cents. The total market cap is at 1.56 trillion, a Bitcoin dominance of 51.8, and an ETH dominance of 17%. And that was our show today. You know I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.